Hey friend, welcome to Living in the Light. This is a space for you to be encouraged and to remember that you matter and that with God, even the messy parts of your story have incredible purpose and meaning. I'm here to bring real life to light. Hey friends, today on the podcast, I have my friend, Catherine Mack. Catherine is a co-founder of the nonprofit organization, Dwell with God. Dwell is a worship and discipleship movement for the broader church. They are focused on awakening to the fullness of life with God. They have events, music, and resources, and they're impacting followers of Jesus all around the world. I have been personally touched and formed by Dwell this past year, and I'm so inspired by the posture of Catherine's heart and the way the Lord is moving and breathing on all that they are doing. Now, Catherine has served as a counselor and an encourager to me over the past year, and she's walked alongside me in discipleship and friendship. I've been formed through her counsel and encouragement, and so I invited her on today so that we could share about what our relationship has looked like and the role it's played in both of our stories this year. We talk about why it's vital that we have people in our lives who are speaking truth and counsel into what we are doing. The Holy Spirit has used our relationship to really strengthen my faith, to bring me comfort, and to give me guidance, specific guidance and wisdom, as I have persevered in trusting Him with these God dreams He has laid before me. So this is an important piece of this story. This episode will invite you into our story in relationship, but I also believe it will be helpful for you as you pray through seeking godly counsel from people in your life. So here's my conversation with Catherine. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I wish you were with me. I know I want to hop through the screen. Hop through the screen. We'll have to do another conversation when you come in person in December. December. I know. It'll be all Christmassy and wonderful. It's and almost October. So and cold. You probably don't even, do you own a parka? Uh, no, I don't a nice own a parka. worm jacket? No, I need to get a parka. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a child and I came with no jacket and uh, boots, like the kind that are not waterproof, you know, that you, oh, you right. go outside in the snow. And my Ugg boots just got destroyed because of all the snow and ice. And next now you're level, outfitted. Now we're outfitted. It's not Arkansas. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love Arkansas. Um, well, Catherine, I am thankful that you are on the podcast today. So um, excited to be here. We're kind of in approaching on the year anniversary of our friendship ish year. ish I know. Now I can't imagine my life without Laura Lee in it. But Aww. yes, it feels longer than a year. It's Can been I, a long year, though. It's <laughs> for been the whole a long. World, I feel like we've like aged like fifteen yeah, years. Like I, I started so. twenty four, and now I'm like thirty eight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's it's happened. About right. A lot has happened in this year. A lot has happened, and um, 
I, and I kind of met you like it was it was crazy how we met. It was, it was crazy. And I've kind of put myself in those shoes, thinking back and remembering just how the Lord moved um, through bringing your friendship into my life. And just for a little context um, for the people listening, I was in Arkansas and Catherine and I got connected I I think through social media and through a mutual friend in some capacity. And she, she runs this nonprofit um, called dwell with God and they go on retreats in November and the Holy spirit, she'd been praying, right, Catherine, am I telling this right? Okay. She'd been praying for um, uh, people to invite to your retreat. And God had just put me on her heart and mind. So she reached out to me. I think you DM'd me and then we connected. And I remember sitting in my car in our parking lot, parking lot, LOL, driveway. We don't know what those things are in New York. (laughs) The parking lot. (laughs) And you called me and you're like, hi, I'm Catherine. We had never talked before. And you invited me to come to dwell. And Man, dwell. I could go on and on about how wonderful that experience was. But at the time, I was just in such a hard place, Catherine, and was really just a time of a lot of disappointment and just felt so seen by the way you reached out and um, just kind of grabbed my hand and pulled me alongside what you were doing and um, began a friendship of encouragement and counsel and um, was so spirit led that, you know, not all friendships and relationships happen that, you know, divinely organic, but um, that was so, it was so evident that the Holy spirit, you know, put me on your heart and the way that came together. And now um, in telling this story of, what God has done in this past year and just all that I've walked through, I think back and I'm just so thankful for your friendship and um, your counsel. Like I'm, we're going to lean into that more today, but um, in all of these, I don't know that the low lows and the high highs and the days where I had (laughs) so much faith and the days where it was just like, you know, I'm on my face crying or whatever it is. You were so consistently just, um, encouraging me and speaking into these God-sized dreams that um, that are from that were from God, and um, so yeah, I'm yeah. I I remember so basically, Aaron Williams, who leads Dwell uh-huh. with me, had seen you on a Zoom call with a, a group of people mm. and said there was a girl that's actually sequestered on a farm in Arkansas sequestered <laughs> she's living in isolation on a farm <laughs> near us <laughs> but she's so she seems very very special very ministry minded she's been up in New York she has a story so I looked you up and thought she seems really neat but when I put my phone down immediately, I think the Lord just brought to mind, like she should come to the retreat. We don't even invite people to the retreat really. 
people <laughs> sign up. I mean, but I was oh like, God. I think I'll, I think I should call her and ask her um, to come with us. And I, I can't explain that either because you were the only person that we did that with that we didn't know. Yeah. But um, wow, how special. And how special. Yeah. I, I look back and I was thinking about just the days we went to Nexus and sat in the coffee shop. I remember this. I was like being able to leave the farm and just drive to downtown Little Rock. Just so like <laughs> to a coffee shop. A big thing. Like I know. I'm going to sit down with someone today and we're going to talk about just life and God and open the word together. Yeah. So just thankful. Um, I was thankful too. So counsel and encouragement. Um, I want to lean into this because I think it's really important when it comes to trusting God and walking with God, um, what it looks like to have counsel in our life that um, we're listening to and who is also walking in the spirit, um, but then also the role of the Holy Spirit as our counselor and as our encourager and how all of that plays together and really builds us up and strengthens us and enable us, enables us to do um, what God has set before us to do, because I couldn't, I couldn't have, I couldn't have made it through this year without people in my life being you and um, many other, you know, individuals that have spoken encouragement and counsel into um, my life and the circumstances. Um, I was reading, this morning in Proverbs, which what a book of counsel, you know, <laughs> um, and it, this verse stood out to me before us talking today that it says, for by wise guidance, this is Prover- in Proverbs 24, for by wise guidance, you can wage your war and in an abundance of counselors, there's victory. So counsel, what... What has our friendship looked like? Paint a picture, Catherine. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it does feel like a friendship, but I mm. am 20, 20 years ahead of you. Yeah. And I would say, um, you know, I see you as a leader far beyond um, your, your, what your age is. Um, would say is normal. Like you're so far uh, beyond most people your age and your maturity. But what I see in you is not a pride in that. It's not, um, it's you're, you're confident. You're confident in the Lord, but you're not overly confident. You really want counsel. And that was very endearing to me about you. And I think from the very beginning, um, you know, I, I guess our count, my counsel to you has looked different over the course of the last year. And when we first met, what I felt like you needed the most was encouragement because you were down. Hmm. You know, you had come to the end of some of your dreams. You were isolated. And all I wanted to do is like scoop you up and tell you it was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And and so it did look like encouragement um, at the beginning. And I would say over the course of the year, as the Lord has given you specific dreams and specific decisions to make, 
because we're like on similar paths with ministry, um, it might have looked more like um, me giving advice on what steps to take next. Um, and it might have looked like, you know, in dating relationships. Yeah that you've been in, um, giving wisdom or, you know, spurring you on if you were um, feeling shy or pulling you back if things felt concerning. Mm. And so I think it did get um, to look more like advice than mm. encouragement as specific things came your way. Um, but what I noticed in you is is just a desire to follow the Lord, but also a desire to have community in your life to speak in and a real willingness to listen. That's hard for us sometimes because we want to be equipped on our own, but mm -hmm. the Lord makes us needy. Like we're needy of his counsel. We have finite minds and we're needy of community and you were aware of that. And so it was a privilege to step in in various ways over the year mm -hmm. and, and be a counselor to you. Yeah. So good. Um, now the Holy Spirit as our counselor, I remember you teaching at dwell on hearing God's voice and this really, I've gone back to this several times because I think it's a really good way to think about hearing the voice of God, the Holy Spirit um, and how he speaks to us. And I remember you created a, chart of circumstances, the still small voice of God, um, people in God's word, Catherine, the Holy Spirit as our counselor. What does that look like? Yeah, that's the really crazy and amazing thing mm -hmm. about being a believer. Um, this verse in John 14, it's John 14, 26, says, but the helper, or some versions say, but the counselor, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, that's Jesus's name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all that I have said to you. Mm -hmm. And so this is Jesus. He's saying, okay, I'm leaving, but I'm actually sending someone that will reside in each of you. He makes our home his home and each of us as our counselor. Mm. I'm sending him after I leave and go back to my father. So it is truly the way we walk with God today is by his spirit residing in us. And he is our counselor. And it says right here, he's teaching us and he's bringing to remembrance everything that Jesus said. And so... Mm -hmm. The, the most amazing thing is we have a counselor if we're on a deserted island somewhere or on a sequestered farm. <laughs> yeah. We have the spirit of God as the highest counselor speaking mm -hmm. to us and he speaks in various ways, but that is um, just the greatest privilege of our lives. I think is that we have God in us to mm -hmm. counsel us no matter where we are, he's, he's free. <laughs> we don't have to make an appointment. We don't have to schedule our day around it. He's with us in a meeting. He's with us in an argument. He's with us as we're falling to bed and worried about something. If we're submitted to him and we're listening, 
he is always giving counsel. Mm. So that's something that, you know, I've had to practice and step into more. And I've had to really learn how God speaks. He speaks in various ways. Um, But one of those ways is through people. Um, We see actually every page of scripture we know is breathed by the spirit, but written down by a human. Mm. And so God gave us counsel through his word, but also that came through a human. And so, um, you know, I can't tell you the amount of times in my adult life or in my life that um, I, I've received counsel from a human, but it's actually been God speaking through them. And I knew it. And so the Holy Spirit's our highest counselor. He can speak to us through his word. He can speak to us through our circumstances. He can speak to us inwardly by giving us peace or um, he can just speak through his still small voice within us. But he also uses people to uh, give us counsel and especially if those people are submitted to his spirit and walking that's in his way. Yeah. 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 That's it. I think of you and I think of the word abide because it's something that you guys at dwell talk about a lot. And um, you've just taught me so much about abiding and in the midst of, you know, this whole journey of having big faith to believe God for big things. It's like, what is it all even worth if you're not just with God? You know, like that is the treasure in the midst of all of it, that if none of it comes to fruition, like he's taught me how to talk to him more intimately, that he's taught me how to receive his comfort, that he's taught me, you know, the treasure that is when things are taken away from you, like that is where you find true joy, that it even says that in John 15, like in your joy will be full because yeah. you'll find where I am. Um, and I think as a counselor and an encourager, if we, what you've taught me, if we want to be one that is a, a spirit filled, spirit led counselor and encourager for other people, it starts in how we are receiving the counsel and encouragement from the Holy Spirit that um, the verse in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4, where it talks about the Holy Spirit, you know, we've been saying the counsel part of him, but then he's also this comforter. And it says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any mm. affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. The number of times it says comfort. <laughs> I love that. Um, but I, I just think that's important to, or something you've taught me is that we ha- like abiding and being with God and listening to his voice and receiving his comfort. All of that is going to impact the way in which we comfort and counsel those oh totally around us totally because 
I think even I was so obnoxious in my early teenage years because I loved mm. to give advice to my best yeah. friend. I remember her yeah. saying, like, you're you're being so annoying. I don't I don't want advice. You know, we we can tend to love giving advice and having answers, but I think what I've learned the more I've walked with the Lord is like our words and our counsel is important. And it can just be, mm. you know, just the greatest thought I could muster up at the moment and I could just spit something out. But I think I've, I've felt, um, I've, I've felt the importance of words and counsel more mm-hmm. as I've gone, as I've realized, oh gosh, the spirit could speak through me or if I'm not walking with him, I could actually miss an opportunity and just fill my speech with you with empty words and just my best thoughts from my finite brain. And so wouldn't I just benefit your life so much more to be seeking the Lord and be with him and actually seek, uh, seek the spirit on your behalf and try to ask him how he wants to funnel his counsel potentially through me. I mean, that's just the craziest thing that I could actually be a vessel in your life for the Lord's counsel, but that is possible if I'm walking with him. Mm. And otherwise I probably could come up with like, you know, just my best ideas, but they're going to be limited and maybe not God's ideas. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how instinctual it is just to give someone advice. Like I catch myself all the time that we just want to hear ourselves and it's like pride. Feels kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, it feels nice to be like I've been a hero for this person today because I helped them figure this thing out. Yeah, but that more we can get ourselves out of the way and say like we have a hero, you know, and he is wisdom, and we want what he wants for that person. And just the phrase that something that I've prayed over and over again recently of my discernment is so limited. Like yeah. it is limited. And I need his wisdom and his discernment. And that goes to the people in our lives too, that like you, you know, I need it as much as you know, you need it. And so it's just like this, I don't know. Um, what's the word? Not synchronism, but is that the word where we're kind of totally. just like, this like synchronism of in the body of Christ of that's what the spirit does that you have the spirit in you. I have the spirit in me. We, are able to encourage and counsel others as he is guiding us, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes I found that the very best counsel I can give someone is to tell them to go pray. Yeah. Because we were talking about this earlier. Like I could, you could become overly dependent on me for every decision, which you're not. Um, Mm -hmm. But but sometimes the very best advice I can give, and I, I know you give this to a lot of the women that are in your life, is, you know, go pray and seek the Lord and he will show you. Yeah. And that is actually setting someone up to develop that practice in their own lives when you're not around. Mm-hmm. Because there will be a time when I'm not around to give you advice or you're not around to give someone advice that's seeking your counsel. Right. And so sometimes that is the very best advice is yeah. say, you know, I don't, I don't know right now, but seek the Lord and yeah. 
you know, here's how to do that. And he's going to, he's going to show you and, and he does. And that can sometimes be the very, the very best thing for the long run. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, I think it was at dwell where you taught on this or someone did. I remember this takeaway that we talked a lot about silence and solitude and how often we don't just sit with God, even like for 15 minutes, Yeah, like just sitting with God and listening to him. And really, I think it was something of like our emotions come to the surface, like the stuff that is like boiling and like moving around and making us anxious and stuff. When we get still, even just for a few minutes in his presence and, um, you know, say the things that we know we're feeling in there that we're allowing him to come and meet us in that place. And then, you know, actually give us counsel in in that moment. So I think that that's also something that you've encouraged me to do that I encourage other people to do before I just like give them advice is like, go be still, go be still with God for a little while and actually say the things that I'm guilty of this. I know I'm so quick to like go to you or go to my friend or go to a mentor, go to my mom or my sister and just like tell them like, oh, this is how I'm feeling. I need help. Like someone, and then you're like kind of anxiously, you know, decision-making or everybody tells you something different, right? Because they all love you and they all have come from a different perspective. And I just think that it's amazing that we do have that divine counsel with the Holy Spirit that, I don't know, there's, there's a balance, you know, of letting people speak in and then also remembering we have to take this before the Lord. I think that's a really good point because it's like we have uh, God as counselor and then he's given us people as counselors. Mm -hmm. And I think just for the the listeners out there, it would be interesting just to think through, are you someone who always seeks lots of human counsel? Yeah. But maybe what you need the most is for big decisions to trust that the Lord can speak to you. Do you need to get away and have, you know, a couple hours in his presence with scripture and prayer? Or are you someone that might be strong there Mm -hmm. where you do pray, but it might be helpful because God always speaks through community too and can confirm, would it be helpful for you to seek out some human counselors that are seeking with you, listening to him and seeking on your behalf? I think people can maybe tend to be, have one of those categories missing. Yeah. Yeah. Where we either, I know that for me, it's, I can more err on the side of, you know, feeling insecure that I don't hear God's voice or God has been teaching me of, you know, really believe that you do. And when I speak, you respond and then I move and his kindness of like learning, kind of discipling me and learning to hear him and see him work and um, him comforting me in that. Yeah. But then also, you know, the balance of having people that are um, speaking in, but I think that, you know, you could swing to the other side and that maybe people do think, you know, I have it all figured out and I don't need to have people who are, you know, telling me what to do or know more than me, God forbid. (laughs) There are others who, you know, have gone before us and have lived more life than us and um, are able to speak into things that we have not figured out, you know? So. Yeah. Because, you know, I think whenever I've had a big decision to make and I feel like the Lord is showing me things, 
I would still have concern if there was no other person in my life that confirmed mm-hmm. that and saw that. I would think, okay, Lord, I need to make sure I'm hearing you right. Yeah. Because anything big I've had, a big decision or a big move in my life that I felt like the Lord has said, move forward or make this change. He's always provided someone that has said, yes, I'm, I've prayed and I feel yeah. like that's yeah. the way to go. So that's mm-hmm. a good point. So good. Okay. So this story with, you've got to bear witness with me um, just to how God has moved in this house. Um, wow. Situation the past what year. What a so big I'll dream. A few minutes, just like how has God, I have things to say of like how God has built my faith through the way you've encouraged me, but just like, I don't know. I would love to hear your perspective on just seeing God move and unfold all of this. Wow, Larley. I mean, we've talked about this so much. It's like um, sometimes these these big, crazy dreams um, have big, crazy roller co- coasters attached to them. Mm. You know, it's it's been attached to the big dreams or, or big highs and big lows. And it's been a pleasure to walk through those with you. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I, I think at the beginning, this dream was like a little seedling right. that was growing in your heart. And um, you had a lot of, of zeal and excitement um, following that stage of being really down and all the loss you started, uh, you started feeling a lot of excitement about this little seedling beginning to grow the dream of the house. And so, yeah, it's like we had hope. We had hope for Laura Lee. Um, God was replacing old dreams with, with new ones in some ways. And so I watched you walk through that house on Grove street and you were so faithful. Like, it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen mm. to, to watch you seek the Lord for that house and really um, believe that he had planted those dreams in your heart. And um, I think the interesting thing, the hard thing was watching that particular dream not come to fruition. It was like, we believe the seedling was planted there by God, but it didn't bloom in the way that we thought Um, and so watching you walk through that disappointment was, was hard as your friend. And I think I wondered because sometimes if you're in your twenties with such a big dream and something like that happens, you have such a big disappointment. If that would be the end of it. Yeah. Or if the Lord was going to restore your hope Mm. and what I saw was an appropriate amount of time to grieve yet another dream that was lost, but also a clinging to the vision he'd given you and faith that he still had plans for a house ahead. Um, yeah. And I was very impressed when I saw that you were going to keep persevering after that loss, because I thought, potentially that could be the end. And I would understand, I would understand if it was because. Or even the end for now, you know, I, if it was, if it was like, this was a time of prayer and learning and growing, and maybe he does something with this in 10 years or. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wondered that too. 
But the way you walked through that grief was, was honest and beautiful. And I just saw um, you clinging to faith in him and learning greater depth with him. That's a lot of times what we're learning mm-hmm. through trials. And so it was painful to be your friend yeah, and watch all of that happen. But it also um, gave me a boost in my faith as I watched yours. Mm. I just think about, you know, all of the voice memos and the just, oh my gosh, <laughs> Catherine, this happened today. Or like, God's moving this way. And I just think of what a gift in discipleship that we get to share experiences and how, it, you know, we don't live in the same place, but they're still through the spirit that when, yeah. when it's really hard and I, I, struggle having faith that you're able to remind me of what's true that you even like grieve it with me you know having people in our life who just you know like it's that comfort in the holy spirit that yeah are able to just like sit with me and show up when it was like, how do I, what do I even do today? And we didn't, a lot of times we didn't even know, you know, like we, we didn't know the answer to the next question. The spirit was just guiding, but um, yeah, we've just gotten to share a lot of those moments together. And so I guess it's what a gift to get to, it does build both my faith and your faith as God is moving through this story, because we're able to bear witness to just how he so beautifully weaves together things yeah. um even yeah, when they don't it, look the way that we think they're gonna look yeah that kind of as you're talking to i'm thinking you know at the beginning um the relationship looked more like probably me just encouraging you and mm-hmm. then there was some advice along the way but in that stage <laughs> what i remember um and i'm learning just as much from you as as you are from me but i remember in that stage what i wanted to tell you is something that i've been learning which is um, this is really hard and we can just sit here together and grieve and not mm. try to make it easier than it is. Yeah. Um, because I, I think I heard in you what I often hear from myself, which was, yeah, but it's okay because of this, or it's okay because of this. Um, in those times of disappointment, I felt like I just wanted to tell you this really is terrible. (laughs) I'm going to sit in it with you and it's okay because our hope is not in this thing. Our hope is much, uh, our hope is in him and we can just be disappointed and grieve right now. And, um, and so that's, that's what I remember our relationship looking like when we were disappointed about that, that house not going through. Yeah. I don't like those hard times. I just don't like those parts of this. They're so hard to sit in. But, but I think you, you did purposes. consistently remind me of like, I don't know, this this John 15 theme of what probably our whole entire lives. But yeah, that we it's it's in it's really is in the, these times that we that the most fruit you know, yeah. comes from because he is pruning and he says he disciplines those he loves that he does like those who bear fruit, he prunes so that they will bear even more fruit. 
And though we feel so weak that that's when the good stuff, that's when the good stuff happens. So I'm thankful that you continue to remind me of that because even when you, it doesn't feel good. Um, it's nice to be told, you know, this is gonna, this is worth it. Like this is, yeah. Hope will not put you to shame that you can trust and have faith in that faith always bears fruit. No matter Absolutely. What. Just reminding ourselves that the goal is him. Mm. The goal was never the dream yeah. or the house. The goal is him and following mm. him. So even in the ups and downs, we have a steadiness because he's still there and we're yeah. still in him. Mm. And we need each hard. other. Yeah. Yeah. We need each other to remind ourselves of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the interesting thing is sometimes we we look at a relationship like yours and mine. We're 20 years apart. Mm-hmm. And we would say the counsel all, always needs to be coming from the older person to the younger person. But what's been fun about us is that the spirit supersedes all of that. Yeah. And he can speak through, you know, a five-year-old kid to us when he wants to. Um, but he most certainly can speak from the younger person in the relationship to the older, and especially if they're following him and seeking him as you are. So this relationship has been very mutually encouraging and beneficial. And I'm just thinking back to several times that the Lord used you specifically in my life to confirm some things that he was wanting to show me. So you were definitely the one giving me counsel in these times that I have in my brain. One of those times was when there was a big um, kind of shift happening in our ministry. And Mm -hmm. because I've kind of, I, I used to be in women's ministry and now I'm working in ministry with my male partner. Um, for men and women, sometimes I'll find myself in a spot where I'm uncomfortable. I was totally comfortable in women's ministry, leading women. But sometimes as a female um, with a ministry for men and women, I'll find myself in a spot where I feel more insecure. And there was a shift in um, some of our ministry in the summer that was requiring me to like step into a couple things that just made me uncomfortable. And I was praying and seeking the Lord and I felt him um, nudging me into a space that, that again, just felt a little, I felt a little out of sorts. Like I was arguing with the Lord a little bit, like, you know, I think you're wanting me to do this thing, but I, I would feel more comfortable if a man was doing it, yeah. but he, he kept nudging me on. And it was around that time. It really, I, I look back at this all the time. Um, it was around that time that you said, Catherine, I have been praying for you this morning and I have a vision that I feel like the Lord has given me and it's these pictures. And I don't know, I feel weird giving these pictures to you, but let me show you what they are. And you showed me some sketches you had drawn out and um one was me wearing clothes that 
or putting on some clothes that were uncomfortable for me. And then I saw some uh, joy and some grief. And then I saw um, me in a chain that represented a lot of people um, helping. And so you said, I have no idea what this is about. The Lord has given me this. I felt like the spirit was having me share it with you. But to me in that time, I thought, oh yeah, because the Lord's asking me to like put on some clothes that don't feel like they fit mm-hmm. right. And I'm, I'm wanting to put them on someone else. And mm-hmm. um, I have experienced grief in this situation and joy like was in your drawing. And part of the way he was confirming things to me is he was sending other people to help. And I felt like I was in a chain of people. I wasn't the only one having to step up. He was providing community. So, you know, I haven't gotten many things like that from people in my life, but I do feel like the Lord works through pictures and visions. And that to me was the Spirit's counsel coming through you, confirming something that He'd already shown me individually. Mm. And so, what in the world? I mean, yeah, that is so mysterious and beautiful and a privilege to receive. Like, thank you for courageously stepping into that. Mm. But, um, you know, that just shows like when two people are walking in the spirit and they're in relationship, the power of that. Yeah. Because I needed to hear from him myself, but still you can doubt, like, was that really the Lord? Am I, did I hear him right? And Mm -hmm. to receive that confirmation and counsel through you, it felt like, Actually, he was saying, Catherine, you're hearing me. Yeah. I'm going to show you in multiple ways. I'm going to confirm that. And it really made a difference in my whole summer. Mm. So, thank you. And then it's been encouraging for me to continue, you know, to step out and to share those things when the Lord speaks, because I think I would rather God can pick up our mess ups, you know, like I would rather share in obedience and allow the spirit to get to do his thing, get to, he's always going to do his thing, but you know, like the potential of what could come from that and the encouragement and counsel that he gives through that, then to fear, um, not doing it right or delivering it right. Or he can, you know, he, he can carry it and, um, yeah, we have his word to test those things and to um, discern and listen. And but I'm I'm thankful that it didn't. He encouraged you through that for sure. It's definitely gone both ways with us. Mm. Okay, so for the listener who is like, "Wow, I want some counsel and some encouragement in my life." What? Let's. Let's help them out. What is? Yeah. What do you think it looks like to seek this out? What are we looking for in counselors? What are we praying for? Because I know that's been a big part of, you know, the counselors that have come into your life, and then me as well. Of, I'll just share mine first. That yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot of it has been just God answering prayer and bringing the people, at, in kind of divine ways, like what you know we connected 
I didn't seek you out. God just kind of like brought us together. And yeah, that goes for several relationships in my life that all they are, are a testimony to just like God, you know, praying and bringing people on, on our behalf. But there's a participation that we play in that. And, you know, you pointed this out to me. It's, it's having eyes to see like how God could be bringing always bringing people into your path that can give you um, wise counsel and encouragement. And how are you asking those questions and allowing him to receiving that? Um, But I know you had some stuff to speak into. Uh, What does it look like when you to actually like go find those people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish they had been, some, I have had that happen where they've been, where they've been plopped into my lap. But in the last, you know, five years or so, I remember feeling like I, I really need someone that has more life experience speaking into me, and yeah. they they weren't just appearing. And yeah. so I did have to really um, take initiative to yeah. find that person. And so for me, that looks like um, praying, mm-hmm. asking the Lord to. Um, bring someone to mind, which he will. And then it looked like identifying specifically what type of counsel I was needing. For me at the time, I identified that I needed someone to walk me through scripture Mm -hmm. book by book and give me an overview in an hour each. Like that's so specific, but I, I, I had a big Bible overview, but I needed someone that really understood scripture to walk me through it book by book. And then I also needed someone, uh, I was working at a local church and inevitably there would be some uh, conflict in relationship. And I needed someone that was walking with the spirit that was very good at uh, relationships and how to navigate things or how to navigate conflict. And I needed that person to be very discreet because I was in a leadership position at the church. So, um, so for me, that actually ended up being two people for a season. And we didn't meet every week. And I might meet with one more for one season and another more for another season. So my encouragement would be, sometimes you have to take initiative by praying and identifying what you need and asking people. And then also, sometimes I think we're so all or nothing. It's like, it feels like a load if we have to meet with someone every single week for eternity. But for me, it's been freeing to just have, it's almost like a personal board of directors. Like I've got some people, they're all seeking him. I don't want empty words. Like I want people that are truly listening and following him. And I've got people in a few different categories that care enough to be available when I need them. Yeah. And sometimes that means I meet with them once a quarter or once a month, or I might go a whole season without talking to them. And for me, that's been freeing to, for it not to be. um, Not expecting all things from all people, but knowing. Yeah. Yeah. And not having it. It doesn't have to be every week. Yeah. Um, it can, it can be what you need and it can be creative. So that's been freeing for me. I like how you set expectation though. Like you knew, like, I need this thing because I think even as a discipler, it's so helpful to know, like, how can I, 
how can I help you help me? You know, right. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Right. Exactly. Well, Catherine, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I hope this, I know this encouraged so many people today and praying for more counsel, more encouragement in the body of Christ. And um, yeah, just thankful. Would you close us in prayer? Absolutely. Lord, I just thank you so much for um, your role as our ultimate counselor. I thank you that no matter where we are, that you're with us, that you're guiding us and teaching us and bringing things to mind that you want us to know. And I also just thank you for community. Yeah. And I thank you that you, um, when we ask, you bring people into our lives um, that also speak your spirit and translate your will to us. And so, Lord, we just thank you for those people in our lives. We pray that we could be that for other people, that we would speak your life and your will over the lives of other people. We pray that we wouldn't get lazy with our words and we would truly be walking with you and seeking your spirit so that we are a vessel um, for what you want to communicate. So we thank you. Um, We just thank you for today. Thank you for all the listeners out there. And I just pray specifically over them that you would bring someone to their lives that would be an encouragement and would be... um, would be the answer to their prayers if they're seeking counsel in their lives. Lord, we just thank you so much for who you are. We love you. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, friend. If you haven't already, be sure and subscribe to the podcast so that you can stay up to date with the new episodes that drop each week. I also want to encourage you to join my podcast email list so you can get the show notes and a reminder each Tuesday to come join me to listen. There's a link in the show description where you can subscribe to the email list. Check out Dwell With God and more about their resources, events, and music by visiting dwellwithgod.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at dwellwithgod where they share their resources and will keep you updated with all they are doing. I believe it will really bless you. Thanks for joining me on the journey this season. I'll be back next Tuesday with a solo episode, and I look forward to sharing more of this unfolding story with you. As always, go in light and in love, and I'll talk to you next week.